with Monica's presentation, just to recap, right now there would be an additional requirement for any gatherings or uh, social events which are defined, and they're specifically defined as events, assemblies, or convenings outside of a single household or living unit or religious service that brings together multiple people individually or from separate households in a single space, indoors or outdoors, at the same time in a coordinated fashion where a significant purpose is to interact with each other. So we would be prohibiting social gatherings unless in an indoor setting they would be limited to 10 or fewer people, provided that all the social distancing requirements and hand sanitation uh, measures that Monica mentioned would be implemented. Um, and then outdoor social gatherings would be prohibited unless uh, 25 people or fewer uh, provided social distancing requirements, sanitation measures, face masks, etc. We also have a provision that would be for special or seasonal events, and those are um, not necessarily events where individuals are coming to interact with uh, others outside of the household, but to attend like a single event. So think of a festival, a fair, a 5K, a tournament. Um, you know, there's a there's a single event that's out there, a show. Um, those are going to be prohibited unless right now those event plans are submitted to the Fisher's Health Department for a plan review. Throughout this pandemic, we've had various levels of event plans that have been required of uh, certain groups to submit to the Fisher's Health Department. This has largely been predicated by the governor's executive orders to do that on certain capacity limits. So um, we're hopeful that most folks that would run into these scenarios would be prepared for already submitting specific COVID health mitigation plans for their events. Uh, we would then have additional requirements proposed for restaurants, bars, and retail food establishments. And those would be the ones that Monica went over today, which would be that masks would be worn at all times while indoors except while eating or drinking. Patrons or group parties must be at least six feet away from people at other tables and party sizes must be limited to eight people or less. Table service is gonna be required for indoor dining or drink service. So you're gonna have no bar top seating to be permitted, no bar service. Tables though that are within a bar area uh, may be open for table service only. Customers are gonna be remain seated and congregations not permitted. Uh, no more than two persons may wait in the lobby uh, for a table unless social distancing can be accommodated. So we know there's scenarios where there's a lot of lobbying that are being packed in while people are waiting for tables and we're gonna try to mitigate that measure as best as possible. And then all self-service food stations um, where non-prepackaged items are available are gonna be closed. So those are your salad bars, your, your vendor stands, et cetera. And then the additional requirements that we would place on K through 12 educational institutions would be to uh, cancel the extracurricular activities and school sponsored activities, including athletics. Uh, however, uh, we are gonna have a special exemption for before school and after school daycare uh, to continue to be permitted for schools. And if we could stop there for a second, because I think this is an important note for the community. If Dr. Lane or Monica, we just want to explain the rationale for the uh, elimination of extracurricular activities for the time being and our priorities around that in terms of why it is we think that that's important. Well, I, I think we as a community can agree that our education of our children is important and it's the single most important thing and anything that we can do to preserve that in its best format possible is what we're trying to achieve. And uh, all of those other opportunities for interaction do not achieve that 
uh, they, they result in more quarantines, more exposures. Even though we don't have direct evidence um, piling up in any way that those, ex that those events are related to school, massive school outages, so it's not for that reason. It's really that cumulative effect of having those multiple exposure opportunities and wanting to prioritize which ones we're gonna be okay with, and that needs to be in school learning rather than extracurriculars.